0: This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome.
1: Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And our question today, Pastor Michael, is pretty straightforward. How do you know if or when it's okay with God to give up on your spousal commitment and your promise to God until death do you part?
0: Yeah. There there are probably a number of people who will listen to this and want an out. And uh, it just testifies that marriage is hard. Yes, It it is just a hard, hard thing. And uh, I've yet to meet somebody who says, oh, marriage is easy and it's always fun and we never fight. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. And uh, if they did, they'd be a liar. So um, let me try to boil the question down to its simplest, most simple common denominator. Um, Here's what I would say. Under what circumstances, will God permit or encourage me to divorce my spouse? And uh, so I want to break this down into a few sub questions. Number one, uh, let's just talk about how does God feel about divorce? And in Malachi 2.16, the Lord is very clear. I hate divorce. That sounds pretty clear. So like Right off the bat, if you want to know what does God feel about this, the very fact that divorce has to exist really infuriates God. And so when God sees people um, haphazardly divorcing their spouse, it really ticks them off. And so we just need to understand that there is emotional weight behind this. And then the next sub question is, well, why does God feel so strongly about divorce? And I'll, I'll give you just the most simple answer. Divorce is a deeply personal subject to God because he made marriage to communicate about himself. That's right. Every bad marriage is a slandering of the nature and the character of God. And so God, when he made marriage, wanted to give a visible, tangible representation of who am I? What do I look like? How much do I love the church, particularly in marriage? I think what really pushes him to the edge is when men do not love their wives as Christ loved the church. Yeah, they don't have that sacrificial love. Absolutely. So in every marriage, marriages thrive when husbands lead by giving their first and their best for the benefit and the good of their wife so that Christ might be formed in Amen.
1: her. I totally agree.
0: So when a husband doesn't do that, it is a misrepresentation. And so I don't know about you, but do you want me walking around misrepresenting your nature and your character to everybody on the planet? The answer Not is negative. So you can start to understand why God feels intensely um, about this. Um, sub so question number three, why then does God even allow divorce. So I want to read to you from uh, Matthew chapter 19, and the religious leaders are trying to catch Jesus and and trick him. Mm -hmm. So here's here's what he says. At the end of his discussion, he says this, so they are no longer two, but one flesh, talking about a husband and a wife and marriage. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. So they respond to him and they say, why then did Moses command one to give a certificate of divorce and to send her away. Jesus said to them, "Because of your hardness of heart, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it was not so." Very clear. So, summary, if there is a divorce, one or both parties are having an incredibly hard unrepentant heart. Mm -hmm. But this was never the intention of marriage. from the the very beginning. This was not the way it was intended to be. And so every divorce that you see, someone or both parties have hardened their hearts to a degree in that moment, in that process. And um, that's that's hard to say because, again fully aware of a number of people at Village, for example, who were married and are divorced. Some were married and divorced as non-Christians, some as Christians. The goal of this is not to unnecessarily offend, but I will say that um, it will go well for someone who in the past has made mistakes in this area to be able to get over the offense of what Jesus says, look in the past, call it for what it is, repent of that, um, and tell God you're
1: sorry, right? And then move forward without those same kind of uh, mistakes or difficulties in that relationship, for sure, for the future,
0: absolutely. And um, and so another sub question, which we won't even answer now, is: Well, if I divorce my wife and then remarried somebody else, do I divorce her and go back and remarry? Mm. That's another question for Whole another, another day. Other question. Yep. So why does God allow divorce? Very simply, because one or both parties in that moment have had a hard heart and will not seek restoration and reconciliation with each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now here's, here's the question, the final sub question, which actually answers what this- um, What uh, the person's asking. Yeah, what they're asking. Mm-hmm. Under what circumstances will God permit divorce? Encouraging, we want to take that out. God's not really ever like, yeah, He's want never to just, encouraging
1: it. I want, to, the, I want to just
0: say, I'm really excited for you.
1: <laughs> you know, the, the goal is always reconciliation, if yes. at all possible. If at
0: all possible. So, under what circumstances will God permit a divorce? Number one, when a Christian is abandoned by a non Christian spouse, it's called the abandonment principle. Mm-hmm. It comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 7, 15 and 16, where Paul says. If the unbelieving partner separates, let it be so. In such cases, the brother or sister, meaning the Christian, is not enslaved. God has called you to peace. How do you know, wife, whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know, husband, whether you will save your wife? And he basically goes on and says, look, if your husband or wife leaves you, you are free to divorce them if they are not a Christian. Huge Mm -hmm. distinction that the Apostle Paul makes. Um, He also makes a distinction and says, if you're married to a non-Christian, do not leave them at all. Don't leave them. Don't walk away. But This is
1: not an excuse for a divorce.
0: Yes. But you don't need to... Feel um, enslaved to a marriage um, if a non-Christian does leave the marriage, walks away, and does something else. You're free from that initial covenant or commitment. Mm-hmm. So number one is the abandonment principle. Number two is the adultery principle. And Jesus says in Matthew 19:9, 9, I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for six se- sexual immorality, And marries another, commits adultery. And in this context, uh, this simply means the actual act of adultery. Mm -hmm. Some, um, particularly wives, have wanted to say, well, my husband looked at pornography. That's adultery of the heart. Therefore, it is adultery. Therefore, I can divorce him. And Jesus, although all sins lead you to hell, all sins are not the same. And trust me, every wife would rather have her husband committing adultery of the heart than actual physical adultery. Adultery of the heart does not sever the covenant physical adultery does i am not advocating any of them but i have sat with a a Mm -hmm. number of women who have wanted to justify divorcing their spouse based on pornography Um, and i just want to make clear here that that is not a a foundation a biblical foundation now does that need to be addressed dealt with disciplined by the church does that mean confrontation needs to happen does that mean sin needs to be exposed yes 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 um but we have abandonment and adultery.
1: Yeah, and neither of these two circumstances are a license or a permission to pursue a divorce. Right. They're just uh,
0: Jesus's reasons for why divorce is allowed. Yep. So if, if your um, spouse leaves you, if they're not a Christian, um, you obviously want to extend a hand and say, please don't leave me. But if they're just belligerent and they're like, no, I'm done. Well, you can walk away and say, you know what? I did my best. I pursued peace. I can't save that person.
1: And you can't force them to come back. You can't force them to love Christ and to love uh,
0: the Savior that you love. Yep. So there's a a subcategory here, which uh, a question that is often asked is, uh, uh, culturally speaking, um, a third category is for most many people, um, physical or sexual abuse is a reason um, that God would support divorce. And I think the, the simple answer is um, we are pro-separation, even permanent separation, um, in any circumstance where anybody is physically in harm Amen. ever. Um, we are pro that. And uh, some people have, have made a case that this is actually an application of the abandonment principle. Um, depending on the circumstance – That may or may not be if it's with a non Christian abusing physically or sexually a Christian, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, but these are moments where um, people want me to give simple answers in some of the most emotionally tumultuous, difficult, painful, gut wrenching soul killing experiences Mm -hmm. okay and so i want to just be real sensitive to this and say i can't tell you what the divorce answer is but i can tell you um under no circumstances would we ever tell somebody to stay under the same roof somebody who is physically or sexually abusing them that is uh, just ridiculous there are stereotypes that christians think this and i've never met a pastor or a christian who says yep they're abusing you but you need to submit like Mm. never once have i actually heard anybody say that and but i have heard non-christians um say that that is what christians believe Mm. and would encourage them to do so um two clearest reasons that jesus permits with hesitation divorce abandonment adultery but as far as we're concerned We should seek reconciliation because this is deeply personal to Jesus, and it's far bigger than us.
1: Thank you, Pastor Michael, for reminding us of the biblical teachings of Jesus on marriage and divorce. Listeners, please don't forget you can submit your questions to our podcast by going to our church website and just clicking on the link that says Q&A podcast question. Please join us next time when we answer the question, If God is our Father and Jesus is his Son, does that make Jesus our brother? Looking forward to speaking to you next time.